All right, well, welcome back, everybody. 2021, we're here. Uh, we made it to January. Um, thank you guys for listening. Today on the show, I will be talking about college transfers um, and live streaming in 2021, which is going to be uh, something that happens a lot. So here we go. All right, so again, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, not a lot has changed from December 1st to January 1st of 2021, but we are here. It is a new year. Um, a minute passes by, but nothing changes. That's a Five Iron Frenzy song. Go Google it. It's fantastic. Um, but I was a little bit annoyed, and not that I didn't know this was going to happen um, this last week. Obviously, I knew it was going to happen, but I was a little bit annoyed um, kind of seeing seeing it all on, on social media, um, but seeing all the posts about transfers. Um, and I'm not necessarily mad about the, the transfer thing, um, but kind of what's behind um, all of it. Um, and so what, what, what annoys me the, the most um, is I think that we need to stop complaining and blaming one thing or another as being the reason for transfers, because I'm kind of over all of that talk at this point. Um, transfers are a thing. They're going to happen. We should just be okay with it. Um, and, and I don't even really buy into the, the, you know, well, we don't have kids transfer from this program kind of thing, um, that I hear coaches, um, talk about. So, um, I, I'm, I'm, I also am kind of in this place where, um, I, I don't want to feel like transfers are a thing that happen behind closed doors. And it's kind of a, a shady thing from time to time. I'm not obviously saying that all of them are, um, but you know, uh, certainly occasionally there's been, I mean, if you're in the volleyball community, club side, college side, you hear things about things that happen and whether or not those things are true. I don't know. Um, but there's, there's definitely some things that, that happened um, or happen um, with transfers that, that you can kind of point to and be like, eh, I don't know, maybe. Um, but I feel like it's a risk it richer sort of thing, right? Um, you know, a, a big stud from a team is about to graduate or does graduate and, and magically another athlete comes in to fill in that gap. Um, just magically, right? Um, she just happened to show up on the portal, just happened to want to transfer to another, you know, another power five school that's in the top 25. I, you know, I just, I, I think there's definitely some things in there that you can be like, hey, I don't, you know, I'm not buying into that. Um, there wasn't there wasn't some stuff happening um, in, in the back there, um, and even that isn't isn't necessarily uh, really the thing that that bothers me because um, that's been happening for for a really long time. I think all of us kind of have an understanding of that, um, but I don't know. Uh, kids transfer for very legit reasons. Obviously, um, that, that happens. Transfers are a legit thing. It happens. I'm not denying any of that at all. I get emails asking all the time um, if kids are thinking about transferring, right? Um, and, and usually I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm often the, the last person to know if a kid is going to transfer. Sometimes I feel like college coaches know before um, before me. And, and, and right now, just with how the, the, the time timing is, um, I don't have a direct uh, connection to a lot of those athletes um, right now. Uh, within the next year or so, that will change um, because I actually will know um, personally, individually, those 
athletes. Um, but right now it's just a little bit different. I'm a little bit late on, on some of the, the, the college kids, but, um, but well, like I said, that that's going to change, but right now I don't have direct communication with a lot of those, um, athletes. I can get direct communication with them, obviously. Um, if they're around, if they're around the people I work with, but, um, I'm not always, um, not always in that loop. Um, but that'll probably change here moving forward. Um, I don't mind getting emails about coaches asking about transfers because you get a kid that transfer and then it fits right with, with you getting a transfer. It fits with scholarships and it helps keep things simple. And I, I totally understand all that. Um, but, and, and here's, here's my issue with, with this whole transfer thing is we, is we can't say that transfers are a problem and the very next breath benefit from transfers. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense, right? Um, transfers are a problem and, you know, we, sh- we should figure out why kids are transferring and blah, 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 and then post on social media, hey, we got this uh, transfer from this Power 5 school, other Power 5 school or whatever. Uh, it just, it doesn't make sense, right? So we're, we're complaining about the same thing that we're benefiting from, um, which, which again, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And so I'm, I'm kind of over the, the complaining about transfer uh, piece. You just, you don't get both sides of the coin, in my opinion. Um, and isn't this why we changed all these recruiting rules because kids were transferring too much, right? Um, we created all these new rules and, and to be frank, screwed over the 2022 class because kids were quote unquote transferring too much. We wanted to cut down on transfers, but then at the same time, we're, we're, we're excited and ecstatic and, and, and boasting about the fact that we got a transfer. Like it just, it just doesn't make sense, right? The schools post on social media about the transfer, the athlete recommits to a school when they transfer, which I think is one of the most ridiculous things. But again, that's a social media thing and I get it. And so it's whatever, but, but it's like a social media win-win now with, with transfers. Um, and again, at the same time, we're, we're complaining about that kids transfer too much, right? So th- those two things don't make sense to me. Um, and, 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 and again, we, we had all these discussions about kids are committing too early and we've got to change the rules. And at the same time, we're benefiting from transfers. And I have one story that, that will help maybe put this into a little bit of perspective. But um, my first convention, uh, ABC convention, Final Four, um, after leaving college coaching, I was sitting in a uh, one of the Division One um, meetings with coaches, and they were talking about all the new transfer rules and how it was going to impact and 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 you know all these different things, right? The issues with transferring and how it was becoming a problem, and how these new rules were going to help, and what the new rules were going to look like, and how we were going to navigate all that, right? So, one of the the head coaches on this, it wasn't even really a panel. I think he was. Um, one of the, I won't say what school he's at cause that's not trying to throw anybody under the bus here, but, but head coach was, I mean, he was very blatant and transferring is a problem. It's an issue in our sport and it's an issue in our, in our level and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, making the same statements that I've made here in the last couple minutes, head coach of a program talking about how transfers are a problem and we need to do something to stop it. Right. Um, get done with a seminar, uh, talking to some people, um, you know, on topic, off topic, whatever, get out of the room and check my phone. And, um, 
get out of the room and, and look at my phone. And I just got an email. And, and this email is from the assistant coach of the head coach that was just having this discussion about transfers. And the email is, hey, we're looking for a transfer. Do you have anyone that might be transferring in this position in this class that has, you know, two or three years left, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, how, how did I go from a conversation with a head coach that's complaining about transfers, that's saying transfers are bad. And then in the literally 45 minutes later, literally 45 minutes later, not even figuratively, literally 45 minutes later, I get an email from his assistant saying, Hey, we're looking for a transfer. So I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over us as, as college coaches and in this spectrum, in this realm, complaining about transfers when, when, when we're turning around and we benefit from it. So um, I, I, and again, I don't have a problem with transfers. I don't really even have a problem with, with all of us posting about, Hey, we got this transfer from whatever I it's that to me is not the issue. The issue is, um, that we're saying transfers are a bad thing. We changed all of these rules, um, because, because of the quote unquote correlation causation or whatever between, um, transfers and, and early recruiting, right? Early recruiting was the issue. We created all these rules for early recruiting um, to to uh, try to stop transfers, minimize transfers, whatever. And then we're we're posting and boasting about the the transfer kids that we get. So I'm 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 not buying that that argument anymore. Um, as it seems, a lot of us are 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 winning uh, the transfer battle, um, even with all these new rules. And and obviously. Um, there's some time here before these things for the new rules kind of carry through, but, um, I don't, that, that argument isn't going to fly with me anymore. Um, but let's talk about, uh, some recruiting stuff for this fall, shall we? Okay. So this year is going to be different recruiting wise for sure. That is something I've been talking about for the last eight or nine months through this whole quarantine thing. If you, um, if you haven't heard me talk about that, then go back and listen to some other podcast episodes or go uh, read some of my blog posts. Um, Cause I, you know, I've been talking about all these changes here for um, really this entire time and, and what this spring was going to look like and different and, and all that kind of stuff. So go back and check that out. But, um, but this year is going to be different recruiting wise for sure. Um, the one aspect that I think we need to draw some attention to is this whole notion of live streaming matches and tournaments. Um, uh, live streaming tournaments is a thing. Uh, it's been a thing for some time now. Um, and honestly, thank goodness that it's, it's been a thing because um, it definitely helped several players get recruited kind of when this pandemic hit. Um, you know, luckily for them, the first couple tournaments they went to in January and February had baller tv live stream of some sort and so they were able to uh have some some match film that coaches were able to watch easily and full match film that coaches were able to watch easily and it definitely helped um i know personally um several 2020 um athletes uh get um committed um to schools uh before this fall kind of through this summer um <clears throat> But but it, 
So live streaming for sure uh, does give an avenue for college coaches, especially now, to watch athletes play. Um, I've been saying for a long time that college coaches are going to have to get more comfortable recruiting from film. Just a reminder, I've said that. I've been saying that for months. Um, it is something that college coaches are going to have to do, um, at least in the short term, um, if not the long term. Um, but I think there are a lot of us, including me, right? I even find myself going, oh, yeah, that would be great to, uh, you know, get a chance to watch that kid live. And I'm like, oh, man, not going to get a chance to do that. Um, so uh, film is what we have, okay? Um, film is what we have. We're going to have to figure out how to recruit from it. Um, but that is, like I said, something I've said. Um, but now the issue is this, what services, when, how do I get access? Okay. These are the questions that college coaches are asking right now. And we'll be asking over the next several months. I've every email, every conversation I have with college coaches, Hey, are you live streaming practices? Are you recording practices? Hey, what tournaments are you going to that are going to be live stream and have access to that? Right. So college coaches are, are really starting to ping on this, um, on this question. Um, and, and, and it's going to be up to the athletes out there, all of you guys, parents, to make sure that that information is getting into the hands of college coaches. Um, that college coaches aren't going to just know where to go and when. Um, unfortunately, I don't think there is going to be something connected to university athlete, although that would be brilliant and amazing. Um, and since I said it here first, I expect some sort of royalty or commission or something from UA when you connect all of the live stream devices to University Athlete. Um, so you guys over at UA, I said it here first on PRI Talk. My name is Jason, by the way. Um, uh, but because not every tournament or qualifier is going to be Triple Crown, right? Coaches are going to have to go search this information. And, and I bring up Triple Crown because just because... Uh, you know, it used to be the tour qualifier was the biggest recruiting weekend of the year, at least in Texas, um, if not the country. Um, but Triple Crown now, because they sit on when that dead period is supposed to end, obviously they don't match up quite this year. Um, but when, but because Triple Crown sits on that first available weekend, it's a big recruiting weekend. And so coaches are going to be all about, um, you know, live streaming those type of events, those events that they know about um, and those events that are consistent. Um, but but not every tournament is going to be that way. And, and so it's going to be up to the athletes and to the parents to communicate that information to college coaches. Um, and I always say that anything to help make college coaches job easier is probably a good idea. Um, the, the, anything you can do as an athlete to make college coaches life easier, I think, is a good idea. Um, the athlete should be the one giving that information out to college coaches. Right uh, now, if you have someone like me. Uh, either at the club level or individually, I myself will probably be doing a lot of that for teams and athletes, um, but not everyone has a me, unfortunately. Um, if you'd like to change that, go ahead to my website and shoot me a message or reach out to me over the social media, um, and we can definitely talk about that. But um, this live streaming and communicating to college coaches when, where, what court, um, but you will need to be emailing college coaches this information um, so they can come see you. Uh, and, and it's going to be virtually, it's going to be over live streamed, um, but you're going to have to get the information into that college coach's hands so that they can have easier access to you because they aren't going to be um, traveling as much. Even Division Two, right? Um, even D Division Two that right now is not on a dead period. Um, talking to some of those coaches, you know, they're they're still playing their championship season right now in the spring, and so how the opportunities for them to get out are going to be 
smaller and smaller. And so it is really important that you communicate to them when, where, um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, assume they don't know and have zero idea about what is going on when it comes to the live streaming of the tournament or qualifier or whatever you're going to. Um, now remember they know a ton about volleyball. Uh, so setters, you still don't need to circle yourself every play college coaches, professional full-time college coaches, volleyball coaches know where the setter is, know where the setter's going. Um, they can figure out where you are. Um, they also know that you get the second ball most of the time. And so you can skip the, the circles. Okay. But when it comes to live streaming, you need to be communicating to college coaches um, often, right? Um, so that they can come watch you play a live stream. Send emails before, send emails after tournaments with link and information. Let them know what court you will be on, what time you're going to be playing, what color your headband will be, whatever. You're going to wear Captain America socks. Let them know that too, okay? But get them that information. Um, let them know so that you can make sure you are doing everything you need to do in order to get recruited this club season, okay? And this goes back to one of the things that uh, one of the foundations of why I started PRI was to be proactive about the recruiting process. Okay. If you sit back and just hope because you have a sports recruit accounts or an NCSA account that coaches are going to magically come find you, especially now in this air, in this, in this time of, I can only watch one TV screen at a time. And even though, and, I, and I've said this before that, that college coaches are going to be spending weekends now in their office recruiting and watching live streams, even though they're going to be doing that, you still need to make sure they are coming to watch you, that they are sitting down at their computer and that they have are going to allot time to watch your court and to evaluate you. You need to make sure that that is happening. Okay. Um, so uh, you need to be doing that. You need to be doing everything you need to do in order to get recruited this club season, because it is going to be more challenge, more challenging. Okay. Um, also keep checking on my blog and podcast for more info, follow me on social media, all that will help as well. Right. So check out the blog, check out the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, um, lots of information on there to help you guys, uh, with recruiting this spring. There's a lot that I've already put on there as far as information to help, um, you guys this spring. So definitely go check that out. Um, that's all for me. Thanks for listening. And remember coaches are people too. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current and volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.